0: hello everyone welcome to your journey your testimony is Judy deborah once again and um, coming to you with a fabulous episode um i've got my friend here elizabeth hi elizabeth hello, hello
1: julie hello everybody nice to be on this platform
0: nice to have you nice to have you thank you for agreeing to want to take part in this uh, and sharing your testimony with your journey your testimony Uh, i know you've been very you're very busy so thank you so much for giving your time today um uh how are you how's today going it's friday today how how has the day been it's been a very busy
1: day actually but i'm so privileged to be on the platform first of all to share my story And I hope it will bless one or two people And uh, it will inspire them to do great things for God That's the main thing
0: Definitely. I haven't heard the testimony, so I'm looking forward to hearing the testimony myself. <laughs> so just say very briefly that Elizabeth and I, um, I know her from my church called Kensington Temple. Okay. So I've known her for a while. Actually, I don't know how long I've known you for, but I, I'm, just, I'm not, I'm not going to guess because I'll probably be wrong. So Elizabeth, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay. Before I do so, I just want to say that I've known
1: you longer than you've known me. I've, oh, really? always, I've known you from a distance, and uh, every time nice. I saw you in in the early days, you were working with children, you were always yeah. so active in the church, and I always used to say, wow, that girl, she's such a blessing, because you oh. were always smiley, always so full of joy, honestly, Julie, you have been oh. a blessing to me, you just don't know, and I think oh, not just myself, uh-oh. but so many people as well, so. Oh, wow! <laughs> I thought I'd say that before I started about
0: my. Oh, I'm so surprised! I didn't know this at all. Oh, wow! It just goes to show that when you do what you do, somebody might be watching you or seeing might see you, and um, you. you I, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm just dumbfounded right now. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. That actually blessed me this afternoon. So thank you so much for for sharing that with me.
1: You're Thank welcome, you. Julie. It's a blessing and it's so true. Wonderful.
0: Thank
1: you. Okay. Now, about myself. Um, <laughs> as Julie has said, my name is Elizabeth. I go to, I attend Kensington Temple. Yeah. Uh, I wear many hats. I work uh, for a television broadcasting station. I am married uh, to a solicitor. I, um, I, Belong to a very big family, um, uh, so I wear many hats. I also run a company. I'm a director of a company oh, called wow. Walkers of Flame uh, that started in 2009. Actually, before I go ahead of myself, um, uh, I, 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 I'll talk about the company later and what we do. But okay. I wear a lot of hats, and my life is quite busy. And sometimes wow. I don't know how I get it all done, but God helps me. And so, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. Um, unless you wanted anything
0: quite specific, I don't think that was comprehensive enough. For me, it's actually oh. good for me as well because I'm getting to know you as well. Okay. As well as listeners getting to know you, I am getting to know you as well. So that's good for me. You know, I didn't. How do I did I had no idea that? Walkers of Flame started um, in 2008 or 9. Do you say? So I, yeah, I thought it started quite recently, but I had no idea. Um, no. I, thought, um, um, I, I know you're going to tell us about worker, workers. Workers, uh, what's it called again? Okay. Workers, workers, a flame, a flame, workers, a flame. Yeah, I know you're going to talk about it later, so I won't ask you any question about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so why don't you tell us about your testimony? Okay,
1: wonderful. Well, I was born in Islington, North London. I was born mm. in North London in Islington um, in the 60s. And um, oh. uh, my family moved back, I'm of uh, my parents are Nigerians. My family moved back to Nigeria in 1975. So I did most of my education, actually all of my education, I did in Nigeria. Um, when I was in university, um, I started searching. I started thinking, you know, about life, what's the meaning of life? You know, I'd been through... Um, my upbringing was quite. Uh, it was a good upbringing, but there, mm. there was quite a lot of trauma also involved. Uh, we had a big family. There was a lot of things going on that shouldn't have been going on. So mm. there was a bit of trauma in my childhood. But um, so
0: we, we, when you said we're from a big family yeah. how many siblings do you have? Okay, I have um, there are five of us in my family, oh. and
1: but my my extended family, my my. Um, My mom also had a big family, she's from a big family, she was the first, she's the eldest of her family. So when we moved Ah. back to Nigeria, all of her siblings came to live with us, because she was the eldest and she was financially responsible for, you know, to take care of everybody. So it was, uh, it was quite manic actually, you know, there was a lot of um, all sorts of funny stuff going on that should have been going on. so you know we survived that you know and uh uh but but you know my mom you know she was such a strong woman my you know she separated from my dad early on um after we moved back to Nigeria so she was the soul she was in care of us five as well of all of our siblings you know so it was quite a uh an interesting situation um but she she you know she was so strong you know she gave us a good education you know we were clothed we were fed you know um but you know when there's um, you know when the, when when people are not saved and you 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 put a you know a lot of people together in one you know just it's just human nature you know the falling human nature that you know when Uh, You know, when Christ is not the center, and Mm. we don't know the love of Jesus, we don't know um, uh, His goodness, His kindness. Mm. So we tend to be um, cruel to one another. You know, all sorts of uh, cruelty and wickedness and abuse. You know, comes Mm. into the play um, just because of human nature. You know, humanity is a broken place. Uh, The world is a broken place. The world is full of broken people, and when you when you find yourself in a situation where you're all lumped in together in one mm-hmm. small space you know all the you know abuse and all the things that are in the heart of people can become, become you know begin to manifest but having said all of that god was with us looking back and to see that wow god's hand was in it and he was protecting us and he kept us you know so that now you know, we, you know, all my siblings are doing very well. You know, they're directors. They're, you know, uh, in high flying jobs. They have beautiful families. You know, when we get together, it's always a blessing. You know, but uh, we know where we came from. If you know what I mean,
0: mm. and so, so just give this. Sorry. At the time, was your mom uh, a born again Christian at, at the time? No, actually, she wasn't no. actually so she I was the I know. was the first person to get born again in my family. Oh yes.
1: And oh, wow. uh, so so when first... when did you get
0: born again? Was it were you in uh, yeah or...
1: yeah. It was actually my third year of university, as I said, I was searching, you know, mm. what is life about? What is I'm gonna get I'm gonna Graduate university, get a good job, get mm. married, have children, and then what? What is it all about? Mm. And uh, I just this dissatisfaction, this curiosity, this frustration at the meaning of life—you mm. know—just came upon me. That it was a summer holiday, nineteen ninety-seven. That I just was so restless, and I didn't go home for that summer holiday. I stayed on on um, in, in, you know, on campus. I stayed uh, back at university. Uh, just a few of us stayed back, actually, and uh, and I just thought I'm not, you know, I I just was very frustrated mm. because growing up, as I said, you know, I'd seen a lot of things, you know, things that children shouldn't really be exposed to. Um, And so in 1987, uh, I came to the Lord. What happened was um, I was back in in, on campus, university. Mm. I Mm. didn't go home for that summer uh, because I just was very, very restless, frustrated and just questioning everything. So my mom, she kind of had a premonition that something wasn't quite right. So she said, "Um, why don't I meet her at Sheraton Hotel in Lagos? Uh, uh, because the full gospel businessmen's fellowship are having um, a breakfast um, meeting ah. and that uh, I should come, you know, and meet her there. She wasn't even a believer really at that time, but, you know, everybody, you know, the Sheraton Hotel was a posh hotel and they're given, you know, there's a free breakfast going. So I thought, oh, what a great idea, you know, <laughs> uh, as a student, I thought, oh, yes, I will, you know. I, I had no idea that it was a setup, really. By God, so mm-hmm. I went to this beautiful breakfast at this beautiful hotel, and all these businessmen were there. I don't know if you know the full gospel business. Yes, business. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I've had yeah.
0: so much, them I've been watching you of the. Yes. yes. So, um, them. Yeah.
1: They, you know, as they do, they had this beautiful breakfast. We're at, you know, and then we all settled down, and they each stood up and told their story of how they came to the Lord and the difference that Jesus had done in their in their lives
0: nice.
1: so as I sat there one of them spoke and as I sat there I felt as if I was the only one in the room and God was talking to me it seems that like everything else just faded into the background and I was just mm-hmm. you know my ears are just like it was like oh my gosh you know and um and he finished and he said, if anybody wants to make it to respond to what I've just said, please come mm. forward. Julie, I don't know how I got to forward. I, I must have flew out of my chair. You know? <laughs> I must have flew out of my chair because I just found myself in the, I think I was the first person to get there. I just thought, wow. oh my gosh, this is what I have been waiting for, what I've been longing mm. for, what I have been asking for. And so, you know, they prayed. I can't remember exactly what happened, but they prayed. You know, we all prayed the sinner's prayer. Then um, mm. they took us to side and gave us some literature. And, um, and, and that was it, really. And the, the funny thing about that was, not if I had been very, very conscious, my mom was there. I would have been self-conscious to say, "Oh, I'm not going to go for," because mom is there, you know. I, you know, that feeling. But mm-hmm. even the fact that my mom was there, I totally forgot she was there. It was just, it was almost like an encounter myself and God alone. Yeah. And so, that day I got saved, and um, I went back to my university uh, accommodation, and I read and reread all the literature they gave me. I was so happy and then my roommate oh yes i should have brought my roommate it earlier because my roommate was already a christian
0: ah. and um
1: she had been praying for me i i know she had been praying for me because you know when i'd come home from the parties you know would all go to parties when i come home she'll be laying in bed praying in tongues you know <laughs> and so i've been thinking this crazy girl what is she doing she's so she was praying great. about you <laughs> She's always saying these funny things in this funny language. What is she doing? So, um, but you know, after I got saved, I couldn't wait to tell her. I could not wait to tell my, my woman. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell
0: her
1: that I'm saved. <laughs> So, she, you know, she came back from the holidays and I told her, she said, yeah, you must come to church. So, she took me to her church, and her church Aww. was amazing. Our church was Christ Chapel uh, International, which was headed up by uh, Reverend Tunde Jorda. He was a medical doctor that the Lord called into ministry. And he had a massive ministry in Lagos at that time where he was mostly young people really were Mm. getting saved in that time. It was like a revival in Nigeria at that time in the 1980s. Um, wow. You know, people were just falling. People were just, you know, you see that person at a party and then the next minute you are say, she's become born again. She's now one of them. It's like, oh, my gosh. Everybody <laughs> was getting saved, you know. People who, you know, all the people we used to party with and, you know, go around with. Everybody was, people were just getting saved. Left, right, oh, right. It she was, was so funny.
0: Much- it's yeah. funny to talk about I, I was just thinking with when you were talking about you're speaking about your friend that was yeah. praying for you. I just kind of remembered um how I came to Christ um in yeah. being in UK and my sister yeah. said yeah. when I gave my life to Christ, my sister was saying, Oh wow, I'm so happy. I've been praying for you for, for the last two past two years. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. So it just it just goes to show that when we when we seek the Lord, when we put yes. our friends, our family, or even acquaintances, or they could be strangers, yes. that you don't know what is going on behind the scenes. Because yes. what I had was, I had uh, people coming to me on the streets of London and saying, you know, have you given your life to Christ? I was like, why did you see people following me? <laughs> I was like, They're following me everywhere I went to. So I gave my life to Jesus um, in, in KT. Yes. um not that i wasn't like i was a catholic so i didn't really know much much about Jesus. Yeah. i came to, to know jesus christ in in kt so i was i was just thought about that way when saying your friend your friend was praying for you i just remember yeah. my sister said the same thing so i just wanted to highlight if anyone's listening and they're praying for their friends or and the family members that yeah. don't give up just keep yeah. praying and keep seeing, yeah? God. Sorry, definitely. sorry to drop you. Most
1: <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, I have seen and like I said, I was the first in my family. And the, the greatest burden that I had when I became a Christian was for my for my family. Mm. Because I knew, you know, where we'd all been. Um and I the joy one thing I really experienced when I got saved again, born again was the love of God. Mm. It was like God poured his love into my heart. Oh. You know, I had grown up without, really without a dad, mm. um, you know, with a, a good mom um, who tried, did her best, you know, to raise us well. But, you know, there was a void there. And so when I yeah. got saved, it was like the Lord, God really filled that void in my heart. Mm-hmm. So um when, when the Lord started, when I started, you know thinking about my family I thought God they don't have what I have they don't know the love of God they don't know how much God loves them so I really my sisters my mom even my dad you know I really wrestled you know they must be born again They, they must come and know this love that I know they must come in and one by one Julie over the years some of them it took years over the years one by one and it all happened um just like you said it all happened uh, even though i was pray, i was the one praying or i was praying it happened you know randomly <laughs> if
0: you know what i mean because yeah. yeah because you know what god is doing like in the scenes behind the scenes you're praying yes. you, you don't know that god is working and yeah you know supernaturally supernaturally <laughs> yeah yes. walking to bring them to the knowledge of christ so it's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand so, what you mean, yeah. So anyway, they
1: all came to the Lord. The only one that we're still praying for right now is my brother, but he oh. he's almost there. He's almost there. We know that it's going to happen very soon by the grace of Amen. God. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Mm. Yeah. He missed that. Yeah. So after uni, I came back to London and uh continued to be discipled by Reverend Tunde Jorda of Christ Chapel. Uh while I was at that uh while I was under him, um, as a disciple A member of his church um, He gave me a scholarship To go to America To Bible school Wow and I know okay. He saw something in me That I didn't even wow. You know I was shocked I was like What me? Go to America? You know What was, what was my mom? The, the first thing I thought was What was my mom going to say She's not going <laughs> to let me Go to America And so For the first time I had to I, I was faced with You know A decision you know, um, am I going to let my family dictate my destiny or am I going to mm. walk with God? And so, um, you know, he said, you know, this is it, you know, go and pray about it and let me know. So I prayed hard. Mm. It, it, I, it was more, uh, it wasn't, I prayed hard so that I would go. I prayed hard so that my, my family would accept that's that was the fear i had that my Mm -hmm. family would object so um so i i spoke to my mom you know eventually i summed up the courage and spoke to my mom and my mom said actually i had a dream about you uh uh, elizabeth and this is what the dream was so she interpreted the dream that it was the will of god that i should go wow so God had already gone ahead and done that and she said yeah of course you know I, you know, God had already given me this dream that you know this was going to happen well it wasn't exactly that but she interpreted what she saw in the dream as confirmation that um, mm-hmm. and she goes so mm-hmm. I got I went to Bible school in America Cleveland Tennessee for the first year um, and then um, Irvine California for the second year and the third year I did years of Bible school. Uh, while I was in Bible school, I traveled extensively uh, around Asia and Europe. uh I, oh, I also did an internship. Sorry, yeah. wow
0: I'm, I'm getting jealous here. Yes. And travel. Yes. Oh my god. I know.
1: That's what thing
0: I did growing up. I'm like, oh my god, I always said travel to so places. Yeah.
1: So it was. So I met some amazing people. Sat under some amazing ministries went to some amazing places it was wow. just you know it was it was I, nothing i could have thought of myself but you know and so um yeah so i was there for 3 years actually because i came back to london and then went back again so i was there for maybe about 4 years total maybe 4 years total so um i did a lot of you know just a lot of ministry, a lot of Bible school, a lot of teaching, a lot of exposure mm. to great men of God, you oh, know, wow. Ben Hinn. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 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 you know, just all all manner, all the people, Lester Summerall, all the people, all the big ministries of that time, Rick Godwin, just all sorts of ministries came through. And we went also to to hear them if they were speaking close to where we were in California. We would travel, you know, Pack ourselves into a car and go and listen to them. So it was an amma- It was a. It was a life changing experience for me. Wow. So um I did that, and then I returned to London in 1996. Finally, and became a member of Kensington Temple. Yes, 19- you've been in Kensington Temple since 1996. 1996. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So became a member of KT. And um, it was while I was there that I started working for Ealing Council in West London. Mm. And it was while I was at, I worked in Ealing Council as a secretary to the mayor, the mayor of Ealing. I was his, the oh, secretary of Dave, Dave, um, Dave, David Bond, Dave Bond, Mr. Bond. His name was Dave Bond Dave.
0: at that time. I was just thinking Dave uh, Bond case, I, don't know, I why. know Dave Bond <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, can I ask the- a question actually yeah. sorry just, just to, to to me okay. um, is there, was there any particular reason I was just thinking that um, is there any reason why when tempted to stay in America because I know a lot of people um, when they go to America even if it's to do a Bible study or yeah. ministry they have the desire yeah. to want to uh, stay there and and continue in ministry. I was just thinking, um, you know, did that, co- did that cross your mind at all before coming back to UK? Or was it just, you knew you were meant to come back to UK and so that, well, that is an amazing question, Julie. Thank you so much for asking that
1: question. Because when I was in the first year of Bible school in Cleveland, Tennessee, Cleveland, mm-hmm. Tennessee is a little, little town in the Southern part of, um, of, of America. Uh, we had missions week every every you know missions week is part of Bible school so I think it was the last the last course of the of the of the year where everybody you go and pray and ask God what God's called you to do you know Bishop you've been in Bible school all these months now it's time you're about to graduate now it's time to go and ask God what you're calling it. So we were all advised to fast and pray for Missions Week and and begin to seek the Lord. Mm. So during that time, I remember very clearly, I was in my uh, accommodation, praying, walking the floor and praying. And I had a vision of London.
0: Mm. And in
1: the vision, I saw like London was in revival. I mean, I I grew up in revival uh, when I got saved, so I know what revival looks like. It was like, you know, I saw evangelists on the street um, uh, with megaphones, you know, preaching the gospel, and it was like there was like waves of people, just you know, coming and going, and the the voice of uh, uh, the gospel being preached loudly. From uh, it was I saw like um, uh, trucks with with the back open, and and evangelists standing in the back of the trucks. And with a megaphone preaching the gospel on the streets of London. And and people were on the the ground as well, giving out flyers. So all of this commotion was going on in this vision, signs of revival. You know, things were stirred. There was like a stirring of of the Holy Spirit. And Mm. I knew that was London. And I knew I was meant to be part of it so Mm. from the very first year of going to bible school in america i knew that my calling was in london Mm. you know and even though i went i i I came back and went back again i knew that eventually god i was i was meant to be Mm -hmm. here and come back to london you know even when um uh Robert Sledden, the, the I went to it was oh, I didn't mention that, sorry. Um, <laughs> it was Robert Sledden's Bible school, you know. Robert Sledden, don't you? He oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, he went to Bible to, school, all right. Okay. Yeah, he comes to Keston Temple, doesn't he? Once in a while, yeah,
0: he does. So
1: he started, I was the one of his uh, uh, uh what's it called? Um, charter class, the very first class of his Bible school, I was part of it. Oh, wow, um, yeah. So after we graduated the two years and I came back to London, um, Robert Sledding came back, came to London and he said he's calling all his students back to America because he wants to send them on the mission field. So when I heard that at that time, nothing was happening for me, you know, I was working, but there was no ministry i was just attending church so i thought oh, maybe this is what you want me to do to go on the mission field you know uh with with the robert sledding you know to be sent out by robert sledding to the mission field so i went back to america but i did not i did not ask god you know i just thought it was a good idea you know because since he was since robert sledding was asking us to come back you know maybe oh that sounds like a good idea you know how it is and yeah and, and i went and it was it was a catastrophe, you know. Julie, oh, wow. it was horrible. I didn't have any funding. I didn't have any accommodation. So eventually, oh, I had to come back, you know. And I came back, you know, a little bit like with my tail between my my my, my feet, kind of thing. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I should not have gone oh, in the first place. So he taught me, the Lord taught me a very big lesson about obedience and about, you know, how to seek the Lord before you make any major decisions. Yes,
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So that was a very, very expensive lesson to learn. I can assure you it was very, it was painful. It was a very painful experience, but I came Mm -hmm. back and, um, and it was when I came back that I started working at healing council. Um, in the year 2000 as the uh, Secretary to the Mayor, Dave Bond and it was while I was in Ealing Council that the Lord first told me about, because my heart is missions, you know, having gone to Bible school, travelled the world you know, my heart was missions so I thought, okay oh God how is it, it going to happen? You've called me to London and I know you said there's so going to be a revival, but what, what, what are you doing? You know, I was just really questioning at that time and one day I walked into the building at Ealing Council and as I looked at the sea of faces in the open plan office, I felt the Lord tell me, this is your mission field. Mm. It was so strong, very clear, this Mm. is your mission field. Wow, my heart was like, oh my goodness, Mm. what does that look like? How are you going to do that? And how is that going to happen? What does that look like? But I knew God had spoken, so I started praying, and um, and I, you know, God, how how are you going to do? What are you going to do? And the Lord, you know, I just started feeling a stirring that all these people here—they're from all over the world, as you know—in a big organization, there'll be people yes. from, they will be so diverse, you know, different nationalities, religions, yes. all sorts. So it's like this is it. This is it. So I was like, oh, how 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 praying and then in two thousand so that happened about 2002 but in about 2000 and in 2009 when we started um, I met up with another so so a lot of things had happened working all of that Um, I met up with another lady who was a pastor Uh, she was she she worked in social services and I worked in housing at that time I'd moved from the mayor's office I was working in housing And uh, I went up to her, I said, Oh, um, I know that you're a pastor. Um, you know, I knew you since, um, I started working in the mayor's office because I know that you two were working in that department. So she said, Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't didn't know. So we got together. I said, can we have lunch? Yes, got together. We had lunch and I had my, you know, I'd written out the vision, um, uh, on an A4 paper. And I said, look, this is what the Lord said about healing counsel that god wants to do something here and this is it and she read it and she was like wow elizabeth i really believe this is god you know so i said what how do you think we should we should proceed she said let me let's book a room she said and invite all the christians that we know to this meeting and share the vision with them Mm -hmm. and that's what we did so we, wow. all the Christians came because she was a pastor. And she was well known, so all the Christians in her department knew her. So she had a good following of Christians within the organization. I, I knew a few Christians as well, but she had a bigger, um, a, a, a bigger contact, a bigger contact. So we we met together in this room on the ground floor of of Percival House, healing council. and we you know we prayed, we shared, we had worship and then we said let's do this again you know do it again and so that's how it started at Julie. wow so every two eventually we said okay let's make it every two weeks so every fortnight we'd all gather have prayer have what you know have a share a word pray for one another and and it just and we would continue to do that for a, a while and then what About two years into this, you know, people came and went. People came, you know, country. But two years into this, I thought the Lord tell me, Tayo, I want you to do Alpha in the workplace.
0: Oh wow! So you've done I want you to workplace. do an
1: Alpha what? in this building. And I thought, oh my goodness, Alpha in a workplace—I've never heard of it before.
0: Yeah, so-
1: me neither. <laughs> so i started doing some research and apparently alpha htb they have a a course that you can do in the workplace um, under the alpha banner so i contacted them and got all the information and then i thought wow i need to get permission i can't just do this on my own i need to get permission so for the first time became public, because before we were doing it on our own, it was very mm. informal, we, we would just book a room, we, people would gather nobody knew we were doing it but now, we had to get permission, so uh, you know, I thought, oh my gosh well, how are we going to do this, so uh, let's pray, everybody, we need to pray, fast and pray, you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, and then I thought, and then the Lord gave me there was a particular lady, I wasn't even sure if she was a Christian, she works in HR, she was a, one of the managers in HR. And her face just kept coming to me. And I thought, okay, she's the one I need to go and talk to. So I bumped into her in the caf, in the staff cafeteria, and I said, Thelma, hi, my name is Soto So, and um, uh, actually, um, I belong to a Christian group we've been meeting for quite a while and we would like to do an alpha and I told her a little bit about what the alpha was she said oh that sounds interesting send me an email wow so I thought oh my gosh that went down well send an email so I sent an email and I'm, you know I I I'm, I expressed myself better in writing so I kind of explained a little bit more and I didn't hear from her for about three weeks and then again I bumped into her in the lift. <laughs> and I said, Delma, did you get my email? I said, oh, got your email? I'm so sorry. When I get back to my office, I'm going to respond to that email. So uh, uh, a few hours later, I got an email from her. She said, yes, you can do uh, what you want to do. Just make sure when you finish that you take down all the publicity from the building. Wow. Really. I was, go- I was gobsmacked. That's what that's the word. I thought, <laughs> Look, oh at God
0: God. <laughs> Look at God in action. It was just amazing. Look at God in action. Oh my it God. It was
1: just amazing. So we, yeah, so we got all the flyers, you know, with uh, with Alpha, you have to use their own um, uh, branding, you know, you can't do your own. So we got all the branding from Alpha, from HTV, we, you know, did all of that. And then we posted it all around the building. Oh my goodness. The head building or building council. We put all the building alpha in the workplace. This is what we're gonna do. Come and hear about the why. What why why what was the question? Um, why what is life about? Yeah, that was mm. that was the, that was it. What is the meaning of life? You know, come and hear the meaning of life. You know, the purpose of life. So we ran it every week for about seven weeks, and then we had an away day. Uh, uh, the away day was meant to be the you know when you talk about the holy spirit so we invited one of the pastors from KT, uh dr kenya jayi uh we yeah. yes we invited her to come and speak we had a uh, one of us belong to a church in, uh haven green baptist church and she told she said oh, we have a, a hall yeah we can use the hall in my church so we all gathered on a saturday uh, at that church, um, Pastor Kemi did uh, a session about the Holy Spirit. We had lunch together. She prayed for everybody, and it was amazing.
0: Wow! What a an interesting story. What an impactful story and testimony. There's so much still to come. This is the end of part one, but please tune in to this is part two, which is available now. Thank you.